So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel Griman. Each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs. You sounded so polite today, like overly, <laughs> like way above on the politeness meter today, really? Rachel. I was so. I feel like I'm always polite. That was just so charming. It was just, it was so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. That's me. That's me. Only wholesome. Wholesome, all the time. Rachel. <laughs> today, we are going to fix your portfolio, help you get more clients with today's five minute hot fix. We got. 10 tips that um, Rachel and I want to give to you um, that these are quick adjustments that you can take. Take a look at your portfolio um, once you get home uh, and just check them against uh, some of these recommendations here. And um, and we just want to see you succeed. And so we're going to get you some very practical uh, tips today. This is a five minute hot fix here on the podcast uh, to improve your portfolio, get you some more clients. And so um, let's let's knock this out. Let's see if we yeah. can actually keep this at five. I really doubt it, but we're going to do our damnedest. <laughs> Rachel, okay. kick it off. Okay, we'll speed through them. Number one, and obviously I think this is the most important. Ben would probably disagree with me, but the images on your website need to align with the message that you are communicating. If you say that you don't pose people, you should not have a photo of people touching foreheads as your hero image because people don't usually do that unless they are directed to do so. So you need to make sure everything that you are putting on your website to show off your work supports the words that you're saying about yourself. Yes, 100%. Just check, just listen, you don't need to go through every single image and that ever existed on your website, but really pay attention to those homepage images. It's it's critical. Next up, um, the purpose of your portfolio is to inspire people just enough to reach out and contact you for more information. Okay. And this is really important that you acknowledge and understand what is the purpose of a portfolio. We'll talk about this a little bit later um, when Rachel and I duke it out discussing a blog versus a portfolio. But the purpose <laughs> is to inspire them just enough. And and so it's really important that you then figure out what is your target client, what inspires them. Now, I would say when I, when you look across uh, just kind of like the human gamut, there tends to be two universals that inspire your audience. And you may have a third little caveat here with your specific target audience that you may need to add. But I want to speak to this. There's two core universal truths about, about people is that number one, 
um, we are inspired by things that we have not seen before, things that like that are wonder and that is awe. And and so um, when you look at your portfolio, I want to look for a couple different types of images. One is I want to look for images that, that give me that sense of wonder and awe. And you can capture this with these beautiful landscapes that like people have never seen before. You, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, photographers? Yeah. The type of images where you're like, where is this? Mm -hmm. That checks that box. Another mm -hmm. angle that you could take is is putting images that are so creative. Maybe the lighting, the 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 composition, something about it. Has, like, have you guys ever taken a look at Two Man's work, Lanny and Erica Man? Mm -hmm. You take a mm -hmm. look at their work and the lighting and the composition. I'm I'm just like, oh, I'm gripped with wonder and awe. And so I, I want you to take a look at your portfolio and see. Do, do you have images that really like captivate people like that? And, and if you only have those, then we are missing the mark because the second thing that inspires people and universally is a sense of humanity. This mm -hmm. is, I, I've heard it expressed. I'm um, speaking of Lanny and Erica, man, I've heard Erica actually speak to this in terms of like, when we say humanity, it means like when you, they look at your work, what does it give them a sense of what it means to be human? And, and you can capture humanity with, with emotion. You can capture humanity with not just these kind of disconnected, super creative images, but ones that also are like emotional, that are, that are connected. And I'm usually getting a sense of humanity with, with images where people are together or there's a, mm -hmm. there's a relationship happening. So I want you to look through your portfolio, wonder and awe and humanity. Yeah. Make with those moment driven photos, you want to make people say, how did they get that shot? Like, how did they anticipate that moment? How did they, how were they there during something so intimate or funny or silly? You know, you always want to be inspiring. How did they get that? Not how, not necessarily like, how did they pose them that way? Correct. Like, that's not the end game. And when okay, I say emotional. All five minutes. <laughs> I know, damn it. I did, told you. When I say emotional, real quick, emotional is not just tears. Like, like no. I want to see like the crazy, like balls to the wall on the dance floor, like mm -hmm. kind of images, like belly laughing, like mistakes happening. Like, I want to see the kind of mm -hmm. stuff that you're like, this feels like a blooper almost. Like, that can the be a part of it. Taking a sip of a beer. Yeah. Because yeah, nobody's yeah. watching. <laughs> like, something love like it. that. Absolutely. Okay, number three. Um, avoid repetition. And there's lots of ways that you can repeat things here. Um, you can have the same client shown over and over again on your homepage. That's a big you can one. have the same poses over and over again. This is a huge one. If you have in your back pocket, 10 poses and you're doing the same ones all the time, your website will look like you only know 10 poses or five, whatever it is. Um, the focal length. I see this a lot with adventure elopement photographers. They just want to show the scenery. And I'm like, where are people's faces? Like I cannot mm. even see the outline of this couple's heads because it's so focused on the background. So make sure your focal lengths are different it's not all just close-ups and it's not all pulled back you really want to mix it in there um and then the scenery like you don't want to only have images of where you took the couple out into a field at golden hour you know you want to show all the different story of the day if it's a wedding or lots of different if you're an in-home photographer different lighting scenarios you don't want to only have the same lighting scenarios and the same moment of a wedding day you really want to show the range that you are bringing and a smart client will ask you to see an entire gallery from a day to prove that you can do it from start to end so why not incorporate that into your website proving that you can get any moment not just the perfectly lit ones yes and so as you're looking through your portfolio this can just be a simple rearranging that that needs to take place look at your shots wide shots 
medium, tight, wide, medium, mm -hmm. tight, D diversify the posing in there. I see this, the, the big one I see a lot is like kissing shot, kissing shot, kissing shot, yeah. forehead to forehead, forehead to forehead. Yeah. We get it. We get it. Okay. Yeah. Next up. Uh, similarly, um, when we're looking at color and black and white images, it's totally fine to have color images in your portfolio alongside black and white. I like to alternate um, color, black and white. The, my, my color images, they, they tend to pop more when they're sandwiched between two black and whites. And then the colors mm -hmm. also don't uh, conflict with one another. And then- mm -hmm. Uh, the black and whites tend to also like stand out more when they're sandwiched on either side of two color images. So I like to kind of alternate uh, between those two. If you do have a portfolio that has a mix of them, it's a good strategy to uh, to approach. Number five. Yeah. Number five, don't set up your gallery or your portfolio, like your portfolio page, like a Pinterest homepage where all the images are just competing with each other and you're scrolling down the page and it's just this mass of images staring back at you on the screen. It's really hard for a client to be wowed when they're seeing seven images on one screen. So give your images some breathing room. Yes. You know, give them some space to pop and to be impressive and to inspire awe and wonder. Yes. So don't throw, and this goes along with the next one too, but like, just don't throw so many visually together all at the same time. That was very, very popular in 2014, literally a decade ago. When I see it now, it drives me crazy. There's also no room for copy then, which yeah. is obviously always going to be my priority. And it didn't work then either. And it certainly no. and it won't work now. <laughs> it uh, just like, looks cool for yeah. a second, but it doesn't actually convert anybody to reach out to Correct. you. Correct. Uh, next. So on the uh, we were talking about like the presentation of the images uh, that you not have too many on a single page, but also in the, in the topic of how many images in your portfolio. A lot of you have too many images in your portfolio. Listen carefully. If you can't impress someone with 30 images, what makes you think you're going to impress them with a hundred? Okay. And right. I, this is a, a problem of calling. You're, we tend to do it's like, well, maybe they're like this one. Listen, you will be judged by your weakest link. Call that mm -hmm. portfolio down. I want to yeah. see, I, I would, I, I mean, listen, 30 to 50, I would much rather see 30 incredible images yes. that you have rather than like 70 that are like, ah, okay, well, yeah. got it. Because then people are going to be really impressed by a couple and then they'll go, eh, yep. Remember, that's not her best work. The goal of the portfolio is to inspire someone just enough pique their curiosity just enough where they're like, I, I'm interested. I want to connect and learn more from this person. Okay. Yeah. I'm mm. going to skip the next one and let you do it because this goes hand in hand. You have to kill your darlings. This is what Ben's talking about with culling. And we actually offer this as a service to our clients. After we write their copy, I will edit their portfolio for them because we as photographers are usually the worst person to pick out our best work because we remember the moment that we photograph something. We remember what was said before and after we remember that the client loves that image. We have a lot of baggage going into every single image that we love. Sometimes it tracks and it is just that powerful of a moment, but sometimes we can't see what a client will really be drawn to or what is the best representation of our work. So if you, Ken, I would get with another photographer friend and or somebody that you trust their artistic eye to go through your portfolio for you. Maybe you pick 150 of what you think is your best image and then they're going to pick your 25 to 30 strongest yep. because that is going to be so much better than the 25 to 30 you come up with. Yes. All right. Number eight, uh, consistency in your editing and consistency in your presentation. When I say the editing, that's obvious, right? Um, 
edit your images consistently. And I get that you've been doing this for a while and you had an old style and I got this new style, but the portfolio is so important. It is such an important piece to the puzzle that it, you need to be keeping your raws for any portfolio worthy images and you need to update them. If you start changing your style, it's totally fine to do. Go back and re-edit past work so it is in alignment with what you currently are providing for your clients. The inconsistency is killing you. And I know it doesn't feel mm -hmm. like that big of a deal, but the inconsistency, it makes you look cheap. It makes yes. you look uh, amateur and it breaks trust with your audience. Okay. Get consistent. And now I had mentioned the consistency in the presentation. I also see this happening a decent amount with like, you know, we're, we're normally out there delivering our, our, like our four by six kind of ratio, but then we get an image that we kind of cropped. Interesting. We made it a square because it looked cool on Instagram as a square. And so now we put a square in the portfolio. It, it can kind of throw stuff off when we start doing that a bit. And mm -hmm. then as well, your watermark. Uh, getting consistent with that. Sometimes our brand changes, the the representation of the watermark changes. I want to see your watermark in the lower right-hand corner, small, uh, in like an 80% white. I don't want to see a color mm -hmm. watermark. I don't want it to be pure. I'd like just a, It should look like a nice signature consistently mm -hmm. on the cross, every single image of yours that actually it should actually add value. It should look like mm -hmm. it brings and elevates almost like a really nice packaging that you would get like a black mm -hmm. label packaging. It should elevate the aesthetic of your work when you have a signature on every piece. All right. All right. We got, we have a couple left. Number nine. Your blog versus your portfolio. Now, Ben and I have, I wouldn't even call them conflicting because I can be persuaded either way, to be honest. But I have a lot of clients that come to me and they have a million things in their portfolio or in their navigation on their website and they're not willing to get rid of a lot. So I tell them to combine their blog and portfolio onto one page because the thumbnails of a blog should give people an accurate snippet of what your portfolio looks like. And I think that because most people come from Instagram at this point, that is a great representation of your portfolio as well. Um, ben. I believe <laughs> you're not wrong with, with the idea of Instagram, but that's not where everyone's coming from. I, I, right. I, 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 I certainly get that. It depends that. on the audience. Yeah. Um, I, again, I think that they serve two different purposes. A blog mm -hmm. does not serve the same purposes as a portfolio. A blog is a great place to showcase like a full story on the day. However, mm -hmm. that full story tends to be of just like one client, one scenario, a little bit repetitive. Yeah. To be honest, they're not very inspiring. It usually blogs get viewed. Hey, if they're showing up on Google SEO. or B yeah. um, after someone already inquires with you, they like go back mm -hmm. and they start looking through more work yeah. or they try to find their venue, you know? Um, but a portfolio, like when people land on a website, they want to click on the portfolio. They want to see like, does this guy got chops or does this mm -hmm. suck? And yeah. they want to know a, an immediate answer to that. Do they suck or does this actually good enough? And, and a portfolio allows you to create a single product that like the portfolio yeah. is a single thing that should blow people away because of the presentation. If you follow the structure here, yeah. um, it should be the best of the best. Yeah. And when you can show people the best, of the best and just like wow them right away, you will get more conversions on the website. If you remove that component from your website, your conversions to inquiry will drop because your blog just, it just, it doesn't inspire and it doesn't convert like a portfolio can. You really think inquiries will drop? Yes, I do. Mm -mm. I want to test this theory with someone. Okay. Ooh, we could do like a side-by-side. -side. We could do a little AB. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Uh, number 10. Uh, how about you? Do, how about you rock this one? 
what did we say? The automatic. Just removing all the automatic bullshit. Like, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? When the portfolios start like sliding on their own, like, like, you know what I mean? Oh, they start scrolling yes. automatically. Or like music playing the when they worst. open the website. I'm really <laughs> I don't think glad. anybody does that anymore. I think for the most part, we've removed music playing on websites. I think for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I've even seen it with testimonial sliders, like anything automatic, like, but we're talking about galleries here. What if people wanted to stick around on that image for longer? Yes. Like what if they wanted to like take in the wonder of it mm -hmm. and it's just scrolling too fast. Yeah. So yeah, anything automated like that, let people choose their own journey. Don't choose it for them. Yep. One more bonus one. One more bonus one. Number 11, we'll wrap up with this. There's this thing called the bookend principle, bookend theory. And the bookend theory says that people remember the first thing that you tell them and you remember the last thing that, that they're mm -hmm. told. And same thing visually. They remember the first thing that they see and the last thing that they see. And so you can leverage this to be really intentional. Your very first image in your portfolio should be your best shot that you've ever taken mm -hmm. in your whole freaking life. <laughs> yes. And your last shot should be the second best because yeah. people will remember the first and they will remember the last. And so whenever I'm doing portfolio reviews, a lot of times I'll pull it up and I'll be like, this better not be the best shot you've ever taken. Right, right, <laughs> and I'll very quickly right. see it clearly isn't, but it's the very first image. And sometimes yeah. people won't it's even valuable real estate. Yes, yes. They won't even move foot past it if they're, if they're not inspired immediately right. by the first one. So you've got to go in with like that initial first impression, blow them away at the first one, blow them away at the last and one. One more thing. It should be representative of what you want to continue photographing. Like, like, put your best shot up that is going to get more people like it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you don't want to shoot adventure elopements anymore, don't put people on a mountain, even if it is the best mm. shot you ever took. Yep. So like, that's my only caveat to that. Love it. I think it's a great caveat. Hey, uh, podcast. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> the five minute hot fix. The 15 minute hot fix. Uh, yeah. The 15 minute hot fix, how to fix your portfolio, <laughs> get more clients. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, for, for listening to the, the, to the show until next week, keep showing up and be kind to yourself, but not when you edit your portfolio, <laughs> be mean to yourself. <laughs> Ruthless. Kill your darlings. <laughs> Bye everyone.